Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. This episode is all about the buffalo and maybe an elephant or two. This town is more than just a three-ring circus because when it comes to food, the Buffalo Grill is tops. We're going to talk about it. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So, Brett, a little bit of breaking news. I love breaking news as long as I'm not in the headline. <laughs> South Dakota is finally on the download map <laughs> with with a whopping one download from you know, the great state of South Dakota. They spoke, we listened, we did something different, and now they're on the board. <laughs> they're finally on the freaking board, man. I mean, we had Rhode Island. Hell, Rhode Island, the tiniest little dot on the map's got 13. Every state in the union has downloaded episodes of the show, and South Dakota was just last to the party. I mean, the Georgia Providence is phoning in from Russia. And the Georgia Providence of America. I mean, thank you, South Dakota. I'm uh, so glad you've, you've decided to join the fray. Speaking of phoning in. Yes. There is a little bit of additional news. Okay. We have a call in line. We do, don't we? Yes, it is 97 Travel OK. I mean... 97 Travel OK. I graduated in 97, and I work for the Travel OK. I say work. But yes, easy enough, right? 97 Travel OK. No, you cannot have it, TravelOK.com. <laughs> we fought hard for that, for that hotline. Yes, we did. So complaints and grievances now, it, we're covering all the bases. Absolutely. You can call in. You can leave us a horrible review on iTunes. Please. <laughs> South Dakota, I dare you to leave us a horrible review on iTunes. We threw in some pretty, some pretty bad jokes there about the old South Dakota, so this person may actually make it all the way to those episodes, and then it may be on. I do, something tells me... I'm. I challenge the one person to to tell us, are you originally from South Dakota? Because I don't think somebody that's originally from South Dakota would be subscribing to the show. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. But I'll tell you one thing we do know something about. The town of Hugo. We do. I think we should talk about that right after this. Okay, before we go any further, uh, where'd you get that shirt? You mean this custom-designed only an okay shirt? Dude, the podcast is 17 seconds old. The guys over at Master Threads printed them up for us. Well, apparently not us. I don't have a only in Oklahoma shirt. Oh, did you not get yours? Oh, and apparently a hat as well, embroidered. How is this even possible? Brett, I'm just going to say that Master Threads is an Oklahoma-based company specializing in professional graphic design and embroidery. And apparently lightning fast turnaround. Absolutely. So they had made shirts for us in the past, back in the days when we were only international award-winning podcasters. Mm -hmm. They nailed that order, too. Well, apparently, I'll have to call Jeff and the team at Master Threads myself to make it happen. But if you need local products from a local company you can trust, check out Master Threads at masterthreads.us. That's M-A-S-T-E-R-T-H-R-E-A-D-S dot U-S. Master Threads. And we're back! <laughs> so we got to spend a little time in Hugo. We did. Now, I just want to point out, yeah, Hugo is only 14 miles from the Texas border. We still love them, though. You know, you're kind of technically Texas's north campus. This is probably what they they 
refer to you as, but we, we love you. We, you got some character and your, your charm is overwhelming. They have a ton of history in this town. Dude, it's, there's a lot. There really is. Uh, I feel like we're, we've gotten to them kind of late because we could do a few shows and we will. We definitely will. I mean, we've done a few shows in Claremore. I think Hugo, <laughs> you're on the list. <laughs> you're on the list. So uh, just a little bit of the history. Yeah. In 1941, there were a couple of circuses that relocated to Hugo from Kansas. One was the Algie Kelly Circus and the other was the Miller Brothers Circus. Mm-hmm. This kind of earned Hugo the nickname Circus City USA. You literally drive into town and the, sa- the, t- the sign says, Welcome to Hugo, Circus City USA. Right. If you're, we've preached it from the mountaintop from day one. If you don't capitalize on your thing, that one thing, whether it's today, it's a bygone era, or if it's on the way, you're doing it wrong. And I feel like Hugo is doing everything to punch up the circus aspect. Right. And as far as the circus goes, there's a lot of history around the actual circus in Hugo. Yeah. Uh, people, uh, circus performers trading, circus performers trading shows for services around town. Things like that, and we'll get to that when we talk about <laughs> some of the other... I will tell you this. In the last two years, I have tried to do a number of things to trade. <laughs> None of them were fire-breathing, juggling, or riding a tricycle like a bear. But I am interested. Now, one of the things that you and I checked out while yeah. we were there, the Showman's Rest at Mount Olivet Cemetery... It's not, you know, you drive in, you're thinking, okay, just a big old cemetery. But it, I love cemeteries. But when you get to the Showman's Rest area, it, it, it's, it is so cool. It's completely devoted to performers that uh, are no longer performing in the circus. Right. If you catch our drift. Right. There are a lot of super interesting tombstones, and people are super respectful. They leave things there. Didn't they bury an elephant out there? I believe that they did. I, I'm almost 100% sure they buried an elephant out there. I mean, if you're into the circus, if you're into cemeteries, if you're into... I mean, this town just has so much, and we're not going to give away a lot of it. But I, I if, will say that if you're hungry enough to eat an elephant, yeah, we found the place for you. Uh, yes. Buffalo Grill. I'm telling you, man, it's a, it's a shiny, shiny little place at the end of the street basically it's right before you cross the railroad tracks. literally right before you cross the railroad tracks i love the concept of turning a filling station into a restaurant oh, which is too. what this is oh yeah uh the doors actually the the bay doors on the old filling station open up in the summertime or in mm-hmm. the spring i would imagine sometimes right. probably a little probably warm a little warm but it's got literally everything on the menu the, what i like about the menu it's not like this huge you don't have a bunch a ton of options but the options you have are very specific, and it's something for everybody. Right, but before we get to the right, menu, yeah, can right, we get right. back yes, to the... Yes, we can get back to it. My God. I'm sorry. One, um, another thing that I really liked, they used the old drive through parking uh-huh. where the filling pumps used to be. Yeah, the cupboard. For, for like an outside seating area, picnic tables and mm-hmm. cornhole games. Yes. Back to cornhole back again. Back to cornhole again. <laughs> Well, aesthetically, it's very pleasing. I love the lighting and the fixtures. I'm kind of a, I like fixtures and I like light bulbs and they use the Edison bulbs and it mm. just, you don't like Edison bulbs? Okay. I don't mind the Edison bulb, bulbs in general. I just kind of feel like it's 
it's been overplayed. Really? In general. I think, I think it works there though. I don't know. I mean, I, just, I would almost be better with like a shop light, with like shop lights hanging or something like that to kind of pull the theme with the filling station. Well, I like there's well with the 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 garage doors you get a, you get a lot in the in the windows on the on the storefront you get a lot of natural light in. I don't see that the the bulbs are that effective during the day, but they're on during the day. Mm-hmm. I figure I, I felt like it it was a well lit experience. I don't like a real bright restaurant. No, not not at all. And I think, like I said, it was aesthetically pleasing to me. It was clean. It was clean. It was nice. The wait staff were phenomenal. Yeah, impeccable. I just, I, the whole experience was, was great. Now on to the menu, which right. you tried to jump I know, the gun on. I ate a banana. It didn't, didn't hold me back. I can't <laughs> help it. We can't do these shows on an empty stomach. <laughs> we can't. So this particular restaurant has something on the menu for everybody. Everybody. I will say I have a little bit of a complaint. I feel like their menu's a little disconjointed. It's, Be- because it has a little bit for everybody? Yeah, I feel like it's kind of all... I, I didn't feel like there was a, a real theme to mm-hmm. the menu. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, it makes... I, I, I would agree with that 100%. Primarily, they're, I would say, considered a barbecue joint. Yeah, it's a real meat and potatoes joint. Now, one thing I took away from that, took took away from the menu that I was kind of, uh, and it's not like I go for steak all the time, but there's steak typically on weekends. I don't know if that means Friday night or just Saturday, but they are closed. They are closed on Sundays. So. Right, so it would either be just Saturdays or Fridays and Saturdays, right. and I think it's Fridays and Saturdays, which I don't understand that. Maybe they... Maybe they have a meat deal or right. I I, I don't understand the steaks only on Saturdays. Maybe it's Sundays. It, maybe it's, it has something to do with storage. I don't know, but that would be my only little. Eh, you know. I mean, if I was a steak lover, because really, I think they're the highlight of the town. If I'm if I'm guessing, I'm going to say as far as restaurants go, I felt like they were a number one. Yeah. In the town of Hugo. Yeah. Which uh, you know, not to take anything away, I feel like there was. There were other options available, but Buffalo Grill was on point. This was a shiny Buffalo nickel. If, if you know what I mean, we we drove all the way to the end, and you know, until you run into the train station, there's not a whole lot. But yeah, I, I like the I, again aesthetically. I go with the I love the the filling station vibe. I love the decor, the 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 craftsmanship that they put into it. I do wish it it wasn't so far down the street, but there's really nothing you can do about that. Location, location, location. Yeah. So, speaking of the food, yeah, you had what? I had the triple meat barbecue platter. I figured if you're when in Rome, do as the Romans do. If you offer barbecue, I'm typically going to go for that, just because that's my favorite food. The brisket was was tender. The ribs were a little greasy. And I'm kind of a ribs guy, but I don't like short ribs. I like big beef ribs. Those, right. So not a real big fan of the St. Louis style, but mm-hmm. you know. But overall, the sides were good. I had the potato salad and the cowboy beans. That's typically what I'll get anyway. No okay, let's where. be honest. Yeah, we had we had kids there, so you tried all of the sides. Right. And let's be honest, you we we both tried a little. Oh, bit I did of, too. I did too. I'm I not. Mean, I'm not. I'm not going to lie about that. And, but. Yeah. My favorite was their mac and cheese. The mac and cheese was on point, man. It was awesome. 
Uh, and you can always tell when it's out of a box. It didn't. It sure as hell didn't taste like it was out of a box. Oh they, well, no. They may be laughing all the way to the bank, but it felt like the the mac and cheese was was the all star. I should have got the mac and cheese. Uh, my well, I mean, you probably ate your fair share of the mac and cheese. Well, this is true. I had the buffalo burger. Yes, you did. It was cooked to perfection. It tasted amazing. My only misgivings on ordering the buffalo burger was I felt like I could have done two of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the only problem I have is when you're ordering, you kind of expect to kind of try each other's food sometimes, but I, I got I had a little bit of a buyer's remorse when you got your burger. I was like, I mean, my food was good, but I was like, man, I should have got that. Now, they do have another sandwich that I wish, I, or another burger that I wish I would have tried. Yeah. Called the Noah's Ark. Oh man, it's got everything, doesn't it? Two beef patties, two slices of bacon, two eggs, two slices of American cheese, lettuce, tomato, onions. On a sesame seed bun? Oh, no, not on a sesame seed bun. I think it was brioche. Was it? Oh, it was so good. That ain't no they don't make Big Macs with brioche, do they? Yeah, their food is just phenomenal. Uh like I said, my only complaint, no steak on, you know, Monday, Wednesday, or you know, Tuesday. But the desserts, though, we need to talk about that. Okay. I think we ordered one of everything. We did. We were um, on a mission, I think. Because I believe that one of the kids got a root beer float. Right. We didn't do the Nutella Bites, but we did do the cast iron skillet cookie and we, the sugar waffle. Right. So the cast iron skillet cookie is good. Yeah. I'm not going to take anything away from that at all. How do you mess? You can't mess that up. I, I'm... But let, can we please talk about the star of the show? Oh yeah, the sugar waffle. So for starters, the 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 waitress said, "Oh, you've got to try the sugar waffle." And I was I was like, "Okay, that sounds kind of gross." Right. It is the most amazing yeah, dessert ever, and I don't think we. I'm not going to say what's on it. It's decadent. I'm. It's amazing. You're going to love it, and you're going to hate yourself. You're probably going to order another one, and then you're just going to wallow in stomach pains for the next three days. Stomach pains and piles of test strips. Eating <laughs> your freaking blood sugar. <laughs> but yeah. uh, if you if you're in Hugo and you find yourself at the Buffalo Grill, do not leave there without trying that sugar waffle. Now it. It must be noted, I read recently, they are opening another location in Hochatown, which is not too far, but it's right down there in that Texarkana area. So if you're, if you're in that, if you're in Hochatown area, get ready. Uh, Buffalo Grill is on the way. Best of luck to you guys over there, Buffalo Grill. On the, that's, that's the, uh, breaking point for a lot of restaurants. The, when you, when you go from one location to two. So, because yeah, especially if your if your current fan base can't follow you there, it's not just across town, right? You got to build a whole new clientele. But I, I really think that they can do it. Well, they're, they're doing, doing a great job right now. They're doing a great job right now for sure. So, for more information about Buffalo Grill, we'll put plenty in the show notes. But if you get a chance down when you're down that way, give them a shout, give them a holler, tell them the only an OK show sent you. And while you're online, yeah, checking out. Buffalo Grill out in Hugo, Oklahoma. Head on over to our Facebook page, mm-hmm. facebook.com forward slash only in OK show. Right. Before you head over to the AOL chat rooms, <laughs> <laughs> check out the deals we got for you. Give us a comment. Let us know what you think of the show. 
This has been the Only an OK Show, or the Oiks Show. The Oiks. I'm Brent. And I'm Harley. Is more. Blah, 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 blah. I think we, we should talk to a bit of shows for, uh, but they have. Uh, I would say primarily. Man, I'm popping my peas. Only in co- 